Welcome back to the Not Just Sunday podcast. Today we bring three high school students onto the show to talk about stress. More specifically, what stress looks like and how to overcome it as a Christian. I'm really excited about today's episode, but before we get started, let's roll the intro music. Once again, got three high schoolers in the studio with me, um, but I'll let them introduce themselves. Uh, Start right here. I'm Carter Gray. I go to Housen County High School. I'm a sophomore, and I do fishing. Do fishing. Let's go. You're pretty good at it, too, from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm Jonah. Uh, I also go to Housen County High School. Uh, I'm a senior, and recently I've just been playing a lot of basketball, golf, just some sports activities and stuff. Were you a part of the team that just won a championship or no at Victory Sports? Oh, yeah, I was the coach. Oh, you were the coach? That's yeah. even cooler. That's really awesome. The team was very stacked. I heard you guys dominated like every basketball game. It wasn't fair. That's awesome. Uh, my name is Jacob Rivera. Uh, I'm also a senior at HOCO, and um, I'm a Honduran American. Uh, I like playing soccer, playing guitar, you know. And I'm also uh, part-time a part of the worship at my church. Well, that's pretty cool. So we got we got uh, all different kinds of sports. That's cool. Um, well, how do you guys know each other? What's what's the, the root of these friendships here? Well, I've known Carter because I've been going here forever. And, you know, his dad's the middle school minister. Yeah. So that's where we kind of met, just here. And then I met Jacob's sophomore year. Yeah, I was asking him for help for a graphics project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys do graphics a little bit, or that was just a class? I you? had to carry him through sophomore year graphics. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of how we met. <laughs> Exposed. Yeah, th I guess that is true. <laughs> yeah, I'm struggling. <laughs> but I'm better now. And, like, I think now I help Jonah with graphics. It's just not true. Ooh, the student becomes the master. Yeah. He, he's always asking me questions on what to do. Not true. <laughs> Carter, how do you know these two jokers here? Well, I've known Jonah for like a long, long time. I met Jacob at Snowbird a few years ago. We were in the same room because there was a bunch of people and we could not fit. So <laughs> I believe I remember that. Yeah. Did you guys have like a calm room at Snowbird or was it like, oh gosh, that, that room was <laughs> hectic. <laughs> it wasn't as hectic as uh, the room next to us though. Oh, was that room involving my brother? Yeah, that was your brother. <laughs> And the CSCA gremlins. And, and speakers and <laughs> banging on doors. And yes. Yep. And then this year we fit eight people in one room. Oh my. So that was. Uh, so what? That's six beds though in a room, right? Yeah. yeah. I had to sleep on the floor <laughs> and every single five seconds I'd hit my head on the wall. <laughs> How did you get um, stuck on the floor? You volunteered. I volunteered. Volunteered. It's better for you. Took back. one to the, for the team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like it's all the same at Snowbird, basically. Sleeping on the floor, <laughs> yeah. sleeping on those mattresses. There was no difference. It, it, it didn't <laughs> even matter. Like, we'd stay up, like, pretty late. Barely felt the sleep at all. So you guys were kind of the, the, the group that didn't like to sleep a lot at camp, huh? Well, we were, one night we were just, we were kept up because. There was a Old Spice can. Uh, <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> potatoes. Potatoes. There was a broken potato, Old Spice cans. Things were getting sprayed everywhere. I'm not sure what all this means, but it sounds very interesting. 
We yeah. were gassed out of the whole place. Pretty <laughs> much. We we just had to stand outside in the pouring rain. <laughs> when you describe a night at Snowbird with the words Old Spice Can and Potato, <laughs> I'm not really sure where that where that where whatever you're thinking is probably close to what happened. Sounds <laughs> sounds interesting to say the least. Yeah, interesting. Old Spice Can and a Potato. <laughs> Whatever that means. Personally, my room was fine. We had a candle going, so it didn't stink in there. <laughs> I wish. It was awesome. So didn't Cole, so didn't Cole, like, he came into our room because Ethan brought another candle. And then, oh, and he then brought he came it back. Room. And then he came back and was like, they said no. Yeah, cause, well, he was lighting it weird. We thought he was going to burn down the place. <laughs> so y'all's room is potato and Old Spice can and staying up late. And Carter's like. Yeah, I had a candle in my room. It <laughs> yeah, smelled good. We went to bed at a good time. Like, pretty much. <laughs> that's interesting. Hectic. What's your, just just real quick, since we're talking about Snowbird, what's the favorite part about Snowbird for you guys? Uh, I think the Raft Warriors. Uh, the yeah, River Warriors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one. So much. I like the late night basketball. Because you yeah. always get like a that bunch one. of dudes playing. Yeah, that Courts like surrounded by oh, yeah. people too. I actually got fun. the chance to coach a team. <laughs> at Snowbird? <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I was a player, and then I uh, subbed myself off and sure. became the coach. Tensions can get high. Oh, it got, uh, it got a little heated last year. Church camp <laughs> basketball, for sure. I fell, I fell off the front of my raft, which is, like, the best part, falling <laughs> off the raft. Falling off the raft. Falling and off the these front boys, of it. These boys saved me. So we just wow, got yeah, some sort did. of bond. That's, that's true friendship. Got to go on a rescue mission. <laughs> there, Me and uh, Josh Gay had this tactic um, – in in these river wars, uh, I would jump off the boat first and go from under, and he would go from the top, and I would grab the person from the bottom, and he'd grab him from the top, and we would just bring him down. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. A hundred percent effective. I don't I don't love the rafting just because of how cold the water is. Oh yeah, once I you think get you used mean to refreshing. It. I would I wouldn't Ooh, use the word refreshing. <laughs> I would use the word refreshing for Camp Anderson's spring oh, yeah. water. That stuff is nice. That's it's different. Adequate. It hits I've different. I've never been there. Yeah, you're missing out, man. Um, anyway, Carter came. No, no, no. Was it? Yeah, it was Carter. Carter came to me with um, a fun icebreaker question that Bronson Ray actually brought to him. <laughs> Shout out Bronson Ray, one of my childhood friends. Um, so I want you guys to answer it. and I'm, I'm interested to hear the answers. Um, his question was, would you rather kill a chicken every time you get in the car or fight a gorilla once a year? I mean, for me, it'd have to be the like gorilla because like do you know how cool you would be to fight a gorilla during school you know yeah but what if you lose yeah that's that, what i was say i don't know if you're winning I feel like, against a gorilla so, so it would be year after year so you got to find one way to win right sure so, i guess that i guess if you have time to prepare like can you use like you can use anything oh well that's then that changes. So i feel like that changes but it. like what if the gorilla pulls up to you like at school you Sur- can't be like surprise attack yeah you can't have like well, I just got well, now that out. would be interesting if like you have no idea when the gorilla attack is coming. <laughs> I don't think you do. You just have to be prepared for whatever. Yeah, whenever. Imagine the worry you. that you have just waiting for that gorilla to <laughs> Would you have to go to, like to the school counselor and just be like I have to carry something on me I for need this gorilla. To carry this assault rifle. <laughs> oh my. I've never lost to a gorilla in a fight. I've never won one either. Undefeated. Never, I, I, I am defeated. I'm 0 for 0 right now. But I'd go for the chicken. No, you're gonna pop up everywhere with scratches on your arm. Bro. Bronson brought this to my attention. No, but like you're on a date, first date, 
You have to kill a chicken when you get That's in the car. That's true. <laughs> that is a and good then point. you can eat the chicken. No, though. but like you would be like manly, like you just snap that chicken. Or like what chicken. if the girl cares about animals though? Animal cruelty. True. You, you can just say the chicken attacks I've, you. I have heard this question before, and someone did bring up a good point. It's like, at least every time you get in the car, you're getting food. Oh. You know what I mean? And what if, you like, what if you're hungry? You just keep going back into the car and killing another chicken. I don't know. You could just donate all the chickens you've murdered. That's also true. <laughs> yeah, help. And that's like an infinite supply of food right there. Help people out. And maybe you could have guys in the car that could help you out um, and be prepared. for. I don't know. This is a, it's just an interesting question. Not sure all the specifics to the question because I feel like I feel like you you're not going to be able to use weapons against a gorilla. I feel like it's just a straight up fist fight. I think that'd be pretty fun though. It'd fun, be fun to fun your head for the gorilla. In. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's a very interesting question. I feel like we can talk about that for a while and never have a great answer for it. Um, but you guys, you guys came to me, Carter specifically, um, wanting to come onto the show. To talk about stress, specifically the stress that you guys experience as high schoolers, um, but this can also be applied for middle schoolers and even adults, I'm sure. So I just want to ask you guys, um, first of all, what does stress slash worry slash maybe even anxiety look like um, just in general? I mean, for me, it's like just this, this, this feeling that I get that's like, oh, no, what if this happens? What if this happens? And then, like, my body goes down a rabbit hole. It's, yeah. like, a weird feeling. I don't know how to describe it, but, like, I got, like, an example for it. Like, if you don't do your homework or something, and then, like, you get, like, a zero and all your grades go bad. Or, like, if you miss a day of school. Yeah. Like, for me, fishing, I miss a few Fridays a year. Well, those Fridays, we're doing, like, tests. We have so much homework to do. It's hard to get back up. Like, right now, I'm in a position where I'm having to get all my grades back up, and it's been pretty hard. Cool. Like in middle school, when I didn't do my homework, because it was like my first year in public school, I started like shaking. <laughs> yeah. Because like I just forgot. And then like I got silent lunch and I was destroyed. Yeah. But it's gotten a little yeah. better. But now like whenever I feel stressed or something, I just kind of like push that thing to the side and like just don't mess with it. And then that leads to procrastination and then being more stressed later on. Yeah. That's a good example. Yeah. I like the fact you mentioned like uh, what happens like as far as like what happens to your body, you know, and me personally with when stress comes you know my way what happens to me is i start like uh, i start getting blurry vision and then like uh like i don't know it's hard to explain like dots in my eye and stuff like that and then i'm like oh yeah i'm about to get a horrible migraine oh man yeah so like yeah. stress kind of gives you headaches yeah it, the worst and like i can't even like read it's to the point where i can't even like distinguish letters and stuff like that it's awful yeah. well i know my dad recently preached on anxiety, which I mean is very similar to stress. Um, and he said stress or he said anxiety, but I'm going to use stress in this instance. Stress is telling us one thing. It's telling our body one thing, something bad is about to happen, which is kind of what Carter just said. It's that feeling that the worst possible scenario is going to happen or something bad is going to happen. Um, so that's what stress looks like. And whether it's just over homework or whether it's something more serious, um, I think it's important to know what stress is. But I want to know what stresses you guys out specifically because there's, I'm sure, a ton of things um, more than just homework that stresses you guys out as high schoolers. Um, so does anybody want to start start us off? Uh, for me, I've been, like, working a lot recently. Yeah. So, like, working takes up a lot of time, and then you feel like you can't make time for, like, other things. So, like, missing out on stuff kind of stresses me out. 
And then when I do come home from work, you're just worn out and you don't do like any schoolwork. So yeah. you start, I start to get behind and then that leads to like even more. So some days I just have to like back up and then just think like it isn't that serious. So like you're kind of stressed because you're kind of overwhelmed with how much you have going on in your life. Yeah. So you're stressed about work, you're stressed about school um, and all that together leads to even more stress mm-hmm. just about life in general. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what stresses me out is uh, a lot of stuff with college. Because obviously it's going to be a big shift in a couple months, like sure, three months for me. And it's like trying to fill out all the forms and, you know, housing, you know, these past years uh, wondering if I have like the right grades. But other than school, I think what a lot of high schoolers and middle schoolers um, find stressful is uh, like fitting in and finding friends. Absolutely. I remember, I remember in the beginning of ninth grade. I'd have, like, a lot of uh, panic attacks, and I'd be, like, super stressed out because I felt like there'd be, you know, times where I, was, uh, I wasn't likable enough, and, you know, I'd be stressed because I'd, I'd be like, what if I have no friends and stuff like that? And there'd be, I remember for the first week of school, I sat by myself in uh, ninth grade, and that was, it, that stress became, like, almost like a depression, sadness. Cause sure, because your mind's telling you nobody likes me, no one yeah. wants to be around me, and you're and you're stressed about that. That's yeah, it's a great example. And like relationships, like if you have friends and you guys are kind of drifting apart, that can like worry you because maybe you don't want to lose this person, but they're like kind of just slowly going to do their own thing, but yeah. you don't really know how to keep that friendship together. Sure. So stress about you know life changes, relationship mm-hmm. changes, the future. Yep. I mean, I'm a pretty competitive guy, so. Like, if I'm in a fishing tournament and, like, we're not doing as hot, I'll get, like, really mad. Yeah. And, like, I'll start, like, my mind will just go through all a bunch of, like, things and I'll start getting, like, angry and, like, just, it goes down. And if I miss a fish, you don't want to be around me. (laughs) I'm not a nice guy. Yeah. So, you're, I mean, you're stressed out in a lot of ways because there's pressure to win, there's pressure to compete, there's pressure on yourself that you're putting on yourself to do the best that you can. Because when you don't catch that fish, you're like, man, I know I can do it. Or I, I know I'm better than that. And so yeah. you kind of put that stress on yourself. Yeah, I also had, like, a lot of stress with um, soccer as well. Uh, you know, tryouts, you know, especially trying to, you know, keep up with the sport. You know, it's the same thing, not being, like, good enough for soccer. And, you know, worrying about, like, if if you can maintain to the speed that they're playing at again like try like tryouts especially they can they can be very stressful because of course you want to make the team and you don't you know want to embarrass yourself so that that causes a lot of stress absolutely i wrote down some of the stuff that i've worried about or still worry about and i mean a lot of it's what you guys have already said struggle about appearance you know what i look like what i wear etc reputation what do people think about me um image kind of the same thing you know how do people perceive me um, the future. Um, I'm about to get married in a couple of months, and congratulations! Right. Thank you. It's very stressful because um, literally everything in my life is about to change, or at least it feels that way. Um, and then finally, decisions. I I'm I get stressed out with decisions. Um, I'm I feel like I'm a good decision maker, but I'm not a quick decision maker because I want to make the right choice and. If someone, like, literally, even if someone's like, hey, where do you want to go eat today? That stresses me out 
Because I'm like, well, what if I choose a restaurant that I, I actually don't want to go to? I'm or, the same way. Yeah. <laughs> you, I just say, I don't care. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> and my if dad. somebody suggests that something I don't want, I'll be like, nah. Exactly. Mm. I say I don't care all the time. And, and then someone's like, oh, what about this? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just there. tell everybody you decide. I'm, that, yeah, I'm the say. same way. Um, my dad gets really mad at me now when I do it because it's just <laughs> yeah. for, it's for everything. Because yeah. it'll just be me and him. He's like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I don't care. He's like, I don't care either. So <laughs> then he'll just start driving. <laughs> but I mean, that's the truth about stress, right? Like stress can be something very serious, like worrying about where you're going to go to college, worrying about um, relationships um, and friendships, or it can be something not as, not as serious, but still stressful, like where I'm going to go eat today or what am I going to do when I get home? Or when am I going to finish this homework? Stress can um, attack us in any kind of way, whether it's serious or not. Um, so since everybody clearly has experience with stress, they've, they've felt it, they've experienced it. Um, how would you say, or what would your advice be to people who ask, how can we overcome stress? How can we overcome anxiety? How can we overcome this worry that we're experiencing? Well, for, Homework, I would just say, get it done when you need to get it done. Boom. But for other stuff, it's like just try and, like, calm down, maybe do something, take your mind off of it, and then when you're not feeling that stress, try and, like, do it, whatever that you need to get done or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, mine would definitely be, like, time management because when I'm, like, I'll get schoolwork and it's, like, due in three weeks, and I'll do it, like, the night before. I'll just be like, I'll oh. turn it in late. It's whatever. But then that turns into, like, me staying up super late and not being productive for the next, like, two days. And then that, like, ruins that whole week almost. So what I've done now is, like, I kind of just take a step back, think about, like, what do I need to do today? And then if I complete that, uh, then make a plan for tomorrow. Yeah. So kind of just manage my time better. That's good. Um, what I've noticed about it, what I've noticed about stress is what I used to do is, you know, stress a lot. And the more I stressed about it and the more I thought about it, the worse the outcome would be. So what I've taken, the approach I've been taking these past, like, I don't know, three, three years, I would just say, you know, of course I've been stressed. That's a given. But I think just not putting much thought into it, you know, just putting it into the hands of God and just, you know, Whatever happens, happens, you know. Like Absolutely. Just ba- just barely thinking about it, you know. I'm I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna go ahead and do it, you know. Whatever the outcome, at least I know I did it and I had a full heart into it. So. Yeah, and I got a verse for that. Yeah. Philippians four six. It says, "Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God." Which I like because it's like saying, put everything, like, tell everything to God to maybe get it off your chest. And, like, don't worry about it because it's in his control. Absolutely. Yeah, like, um, I was going to say, like, just when you're feeling really stressed, like, just get away from it and then go and pray. Because that really helps calm your mind. And, like, sometimes you just need to talk to somebody about, like, what's going on or, like, what are you doing? And that always helps me. Yeah. Yeah. May I uh, read a passage? Yeah, go ahead. Of course. Uh, um, this is from Judges 7. Um, it's uh, It starts off, But the Lord said to Gideon, There are still too many men. Take them down to the water, and then I will thin them out for you there. If I, 
If I say, this one shall go with you, he shall go. But if I say, this one shall not go with you, he shall not go. So Gideon took the men down to the water. There the men told him, separate those who lap the water with their tongues as a dog lap, as a dog laps from those who kneel down to drink. And then, he, then the Lord said to Gideon, with the 300 men that lap, that lapped, I will save you and give the Midianites into your hands. Let all the others go home. So from this passage... Um, God is putting Gideon into a very uncomfortable situation to where most people would be stressed. If you're going into war and you don't have enough men, and God says, instead of being as as prepared as you can be, don't be, because he's taking out some of the men to go into battle. Yeah, He says, get rid of some of them. And, of course, if you're going to win a war, you're going to need more people. God said the opposite. So obviously for him, that would be a very stressful situation on how you're going to win the war. But Gideon had, you know, he obeyed the Lord. And then as we see later into into Judges 7, he w- he wins against the Midianites. Absolutely. And it's, it's, just, it's just amazing that despite us not being as prepared or not having some of the qualities that the world deems as appropriate to accomplish a specific task. God says, just l- obey me. And I'll, there's a, another verse that says, I'll make your path straight. And that's, that, that, I don't know. It's just insane because he, he's purposely telling us, I know you're not ready. And I know, I know you don't have enough, but I'm still going to make a way for I'm telling you. That's good. I think both of those um, verses in their own way are great examples of how we should handle stress. First, speaking on Carter's, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, thanksgiving, present your request to God. Like, that is how we should respond to prayer, or that's how we should respond to stress, is we should just pray about it. We should give it to God and say, hey, God, this is what I'm stressed about. Um, I feel like it's out of control, but I know you're in control, and I know you got this. Um, and then you just leave it there. You trust him. You trust his plan. I mean, what you're saying is just as awesome as we don't, we don't see things the way God sees them, right? Yeah. We look at circumstances, we look at situations and we think, oh my goodness, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Or this is out of control or God, are you even there? Yeah. When in reality, God's got his hand all over it. God is in complete control. God knows exactly how it's going to start and how it's going to end. Um, those are both great um, examples. Yeah. You just got to let them go. John 10 talks about him being the good shepherd. And most people today call, you know, the Lord a shepherd, but don't know what it means. Shepherd leads the sheep to where they need to be. God is the same way. That's right. The Lord is my shepherd. Anybody else? Any examples of how we can overcome our stress? I mean, just have that faith that, like, even though you're stressed now and things may not be going your way, that God has that plan and that later on it'll work out for you the way he intends. So we just need to focus on that instead of maybe all the worries we have. Yeah. And God says that, uh, you know, it's all like when we do anything, it's for his glory. And so God wouldn't leave behind someone who's praising him because Lord wants to be, you know, exalted, and he rightfully so, you know, the ultimate father that saved us. And 
So in every situation, God, even if it seems bad, God's going to use it for his glory. He's going to use it for a good testimony. Absolutely. Even though we don't understand why we're in that circumstance or what God's doing, we can know that he knows what he's doing and we can know that he's got a perfect plan for us. Um, That's good. And I think one thing that I really want to emphasize about stress, and I, I, I think it's important that we handle this correctly, is when we're stressed out or when we're panicking, that kind of shows like a lack of trust in God, right? I don't want to say that, you know, anybody who's stressed out, like they're like, they don't believe in God or they, you know, forget God exists. But at the end of the day, we do need to ask ourselves the question, you know, do I really trust God? Do I believe that God's going to handle this situation? Do I believe that God's got his hand on this? Do I believe that he's in control? Because our response, I mean, everybody's kind of said this, our response to stress must be a dependence on God, must be a trust in God, um, must be a prayer to God that, hey, God, I know you're going to handle this. Yeah, and, and Luke, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. All right. In Luke six forty six. it also says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? A lot of people, they're like, yeah, Jesus is the Savior, and he's the Lord, but understand, don't understand what Lord means. What it means is that he has control over my life. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, but do not do what I say? That's good. Yeah, if 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 we claim to believe in Jesus and in God and in everything that he's doing, but our actions and our feelings and our thoughts don't line up with that, maybe that needs to be a reality check for us. Maybe we really need to take a step back and say, maybe I don't trust God as much as I think I do, but I want to. I want to learn how to. Um, so I would encourage... Um, anybody struggling with that, to read scripture, um, to go to God in prayer, like Carter said, um, to worship God, to ask others for help, um, to seek community, to seek people who um, maybe have a little bit better handle on stress than we do. I think everything that everybody said, so good. Um, any final thoughts on stress? Anything that anybody else? Uh, kind of just going with what Jacob said, like, I feel like stress is the worst for me is when I'm like too caught up in the world and like the yeah. world's uh what it's throwing at me and stuff and i'm not as focused on god and that like comes with like that procrastination and just being stressed out maybe not getting in the word as much or praying as much as i should and so that's when stress hits me the worst but when i'm focused on him that that worldly stress doesn't affect me as much yeah i think that's so true um and i think it's a really big problem today because of social media um i i yeah. gave a whole message on this at elevate so i won't speak on it too much but Social media leads to a lot of comparison, a lot of validation issues, um, and a lot of problems that cause stress in our lives because we're so worried about what other people are looking like or what other people are doing um, or how we measure up to those people that we're not focusing on what's truly important. We're not focusing on what God says about us or what God's doing in our lives. Um, that's that's a great that's a great point, yeah. Jonah. And what you were saying um, uh, about, you know, a God putting your faith in God. Um, in 1 Corinthians 4.33, it says, For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, Yeah, as in all the congregations of the Lord's people. Absolutely. He's the Prince of Peace. Yeah. So if you're feeling stress, I mean, it's not from the Lord. If He's, if God is a God of peace, then why, why would he send stress? 
Yeah, maybe it's because like everyone in like our generation is so focused on the negative because that's like all social media and news is is negative stuff just being thrown at you. Yeah. But like if it's you focus on on God, it's nothing but positivity. And that yeah. that'll like flow through you if you focus on him. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and even just talking to a person, you can talk to God and then like even like telling like your dad or your mom somebody about like what you're going through with your stress can even help you because it's good. You're getting it off your chest, which just it makes you feel better. So. Yeah. Well, it's one thing to have a conversation with God and to read his word and to worship him. And that and that's obviously that should be our first response. But sometimes we do need that physical interaction where someone is speaking back into our lives, um, which is great if you have a, a dad or a mom or a mentor or a friend or the who's gonna speak that yeah, or just the church in general who you can go to and say, hey, this is what I'm stressed out about. I know God's in control, but I'm worried. Um, have that person um, calm you down, read scripture to you, or just remind you of who God is, remind you of who you are. Um, that, that's a great example, Carter. Because yeah. I feel like if I like don't get it off my chest, it turns to anger. And then <laughs> that anger, I lash yeah. out on other people. Well, that's why community is so important. We need those people to have those conversations with because when we when we keep those feelings inside of us, they begin to control us. They begin to control our thoughts, control our actions. Um, so it's important that we have people to do life with. Yeah, God God called us to, when we're praying, to intercede to, for other people. And that includes, you know, tell, like them telling us about their problems and us telling them. Yeah. Yeah, he called us into fellowship. He, he called us to be a church and to carry each other's burdens. And that's good. That's a, ma- that's a major part of uh, being a church, not just, you know, going to Sunday, going to church on Sunday and just listening to a message, but also truly caring for people and checking up on them. That's great. That's the, that's the true foundation of what the church is built on. I love it. Um, well, I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Um, a lot of great thoughts, a lot of great comments. Um, I think anybody who's stressed out, anybody who's struggling with worry or anxiety, I think a lot of what was said today is going to help. I think a lot of what was said today um, can be applied very easily, and, and, and it's going to help some students out, maybe even help some adults out. I know some of the things you guys have said have challenged me. Um, have helped me out. Um, so I just want to leave everybody with this. This is what my dad said a couple uh, weeks ago in his sermon on anxiety. He said, pray about what you panic about. Um, I think that's such a great thing for us to end on. Um, any final comments from you guys? Anything you want to say? Anybody you want to shout out before we close? Uh, thank you, Micah. Thank you. Yeah, thank, yeah, you, thank you, Micah. You, Micah, you guys are welcome. <laughs> thank you, Carter and Jonah, for you know, inviting me. Thank you, thank you, Carter, for inviting me. <laughs> gotcha. Thank you, Carter, for inviting everybody and for wanting to be on it. It was an awesome episode, guys. Seriously, you guys crushed it. Um, proud of you guys. Excited to see where you guys go in life. Um, until next time, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm.